Hello, we are back again to read some more Baywatch fan fiction. This is Swimming in the Moonlight by Val Catricon. Chapter 3 Feelings. Eddie was waiting for them at the base of the ramp, nearly bouncing and ready to go. Mitch waved him on as they pulled up before he even stepped out. Eddie bolted as soon as he saw Mitch wave, heading in the direction Shawnee had gone. He needed to talk to her, work whatever this was out. Something about this whole shark thing had freaked her out, even after he had told her he didn't know what he was. He jogged along the beach towards the underside of the pier. He'd lost sight of her before that, but she hadn't started to turn or anything, so likely had continued this way. Underneath was dark, as always. The chain link at least had been removed since that unfortunate attack with Craig. It was now a lot harder to get trapped here, even if it meant people took shelter here on occasion. He slowed a little, his body appreciating being out of the sun, and kept an eye out for Shawnee. The small sniffle had him stop completely and look around, spying the red tucked up next to his support beam. He breathed a soft sigh in relief and walked over to her. He breathed a soft sigh in relief and walked over to her, though made sure not to get too close. Whatever it was, she had been genuinely frightened. Shawnee? She started in surprise, wiping at her eyes. Hey. It was soft. A little tear-filled, but also a touch apologetic. She didn't meet his eyes, staring instead at her feet. Eddie stepped a little closer, kneeling nearby. Are you okay? Shawnee huffed out a wet, embarrassed laugh. (laughs) Maybe. She shrugged weakly and gestured to the sand next to her. Her next word was even softer. Sorry. Settling down in the spot she pointed at, he leaned forward to catch her eyes. Are you sure? She reached out and lightly patted his shoulder before tucking her arm back to herself. You're you. Not what I was scared of. She shook her head. I was... surprised. He couldn't help the soft smile at her admittance. Me too. Rolling her eyes, she relaxed a little more, uncurling from around her bag. Back where we're from, sharks aren't, she winced. Well, let's say I used to have an aunt when I was really little. Eddie stared in shock. I, um, he wanted to apologize, but it wasn't like he was the one who did it. So he tried for a little levity. I wanted to know what I was, but now I don't want to meet them. She snorted slightly and leaned over letting her hand rest on his shoulder. (laughs) Yeah, it's why we're in California now. Generally, there aren't sharks out here. She shrugged slightly. Well, there's one apparently. He leaned his head under hers, taking in the soft smell of her shampoo. He was grateful she forgave him. I promise I won't tell your parents if you don't. That earned a sharp snort as her fingers intertwined with his. (laughs) Good idea. He squeezed her hand. One thing, though, uh, he coughed slightly. <clears throat> uh, Mitch knows. What? She sat up, dislodging him from where he rested, nearly pulling her hand away. Wait, wait, he's a, he's a mermaid. A merman. Eddie shook his head. Not like me, though. More like a dolphin, but kind of like a clownfish. 
He realized he was starting to ramble, trying to calm her again. He's watching our tower with Craig. She stopped and just stared at him in confusion for a moment. Oh, uh, uh, she relaxed again, quicker this time as she thought about it. Really, even without that, I I guess I would trust him. It is Mitch, after all. She then glared at him, crossing her arms. But you shouldn't just tell people secrets. Well, I I had to tell him something, so he'd let me go look for you. Eddie threw up his hands in exasperation and stood. He found out about me on accident. He let his arms drop with a grin and offered his hand. It's been fun having someone to swim with. Shawnee gave out a long, exasperated sigh, but took his hand to pull herself up. (sighs) Yeah, I can see that. The look turned, considering as she stood up next to him. Can a third join in? I, I don't see why not. He reached out and wrapped an arm around her shoulder, tugging her close and leading her towards the open beach. We sh- probably should go back to work. Mitch kept an eye on the direction Eddie went, while well, Craig actually did their job and scanned the water. He looked over occasionally at Mitch's worried profile. The man had built himself a wonderful family out of the Baywatch team and cared about every one of them. It was amazing how big of a heart he had, and was something Craig had always admired. He reached out and patted his shoulder. They'll be fine. Sure, it's about whatever they are, but they've been fast friends since she forced them to work together. I know, I know. Mitch turned back to Craig with a small smile. They're also both hotheads. Craig wins. They are that, he shrugged, but so are we. That got Mitch to laugh. <laughs> you mean Cord and I were. You've always been our conscience, he paused, thinking. Well, um, unless we egged you on enough. Power is a peer pressure. He bumped his shoulder against Mitch's. You're hard not to listen to. Natural born leader. Mitch shook his head and looked back over the sand. Just because people listen doesn't mean they should. He twitched the smile back over to Craig. It's why I always liked you. You didn't believe all my bullshit. Craig laughed in answer, scanning the water again. <laughs> well, I, I don't know about that. I'm here, aren't I? That's just being a good friend. Mitch perked up and pointed down the beach. Hey, look who talked it over. Craig turned to watch Eddie and Shawnee, arm in arm, making their way down the beach back towards the tower. Good. He was glad they had made up, and maybe he and Mitch could salvage the afternoon still. Mitch greeted the two with a grin as they headed up the ramp. You figure out everything? Shawnee gave a worried glance at Craig before nodding nervously. Yeah. He knows about me. Mitch patted Craig cheerfully before continuing. Just be more careful, you two. I know finding people like us is amazing, but seriously, I don't want to lose two of my best lifeguards to any weird conspiracy or anything. I know. Also, don't tell my parents. They wouldn't understand. Shawnee ran a hand through her hair. My family came out here to get away from others, and I want to keep being a lifeguard. That earned a bright smile from Mitch. Good! He patted her shoulder. Then get to it! He started his way down the ramp. Craig heaved a sigh at Mitch's abruptness. (laughs) Craig heaved a sigh at Mitch's abruptness. (laughs) To be up front, I've known about him for maybe a week, and with his rambling explanation getting here, I'm still not sure what either of you are. But I promise I won't say anything I do know to anyone. He met their eyes in turn. Be safe.
He too turned and headed back to the truck, climbing in next to Mitch. The truck rumbled to life and Mitch worked on spinning it around and heading back to base while Craig watched the two easily settle back into the tower. Mitch nudged him to get his attention. Hey, did you want to move up that swim trip to tonight? I think we earned it. Why not? Craig shrugged with a grin. He'd have to call Gino when they got back in, but they hadn't planned anything and she was still in the middle of her current painting. Chances were she wouldn't have even noticed until he got home, but he'd rather tell her than weather her anger. Craig finally got the last of his equipment on. Mitch could feel his fins twitching in anticipation and boredom. He hadn't really realized how long it took to get scuba gear on until he didn't have to wear any. Finally, Craig hopped into the water, sinking towards the reef they normally visited. Mitch smiled wide as he swam around him, easily twisting through the water. Craig nearly ran into the reef, his eyes on him. Mitch reached out and steadied him, looking curiously. You okay? Craig, being in scuba gear, couldn't answer verbally, but gave him a thumbs up. Good. Mitch turned to the reef, trying to swim slowly. Wasn't as easy as it sounded. Finding that apparently scuba gear weighed him down a lot more than he thought. He had to come circle back every once in a while, having gotten too far ahead. It didn't escape his notice as how much more Craig was looking at him than the reef. The staring would probably wear off after he got used to the whole, you know, mermaid thing. It was a small thing, but Mitch couldn't help but feel slightly disappointed. Not that Craig had ever known, but he had a tiny crush on the man since they first met. Whoa, what? <laughs> Way back then, it had all been about the girls, and he'd shoved it in a corner to be forgotten about. It only ever came back to mind when they somehow managed to both be single at the same time. But that was so rare, and... Craig so insistent on dating that Mitch had just let it lie. Then they each had found Gail and Gina respectively, and Mitch had been happy. He had honestly and truly loved Gail. Still did. But now he was single again. And Craig was actually admiring him, even if it was only because he had literally sprouted fins. He also cared about Gina greatly and would never do such a thing to her. She was the next closest thing to a best friend, that wasn't Craig, or Court, but he was never sure how to classify him. Not really. A tap of rocks together pulled him from his jumbled thoughts, and he bundled the feelings down again and turned to Craig. He pointed to an opening that wasn't there last time they visited. One of the microquakes must have opened a cave. Mitch swam closer as Craig began to inspect the opening. It was big enough for the equipment to fit with a little bit of clearance. He gestured for Mitch to follow and headed in. Mitch carefully followed, suddenly wishing he knew a way to still wear his wetsuit. Coral was sharp and he wasn't wearing anything. There was a low rumble that made Mitch stop and listen, though Craig didn't seem to hear anything. Something was shifting in the walls, so he reached out and grabbed Craig's ankle, arresting his movement forward. The noise happened again, and Craig must have finally heard it as he tried to back up and out. Even with Mitch cooperating, they still weren't quite fast enough. The rocks worked loose at their passage, a few tumbling past them, catching on skin and tubing. Mitch pulled faster when he saw the sudden large mass of bubbles escape from Craig's equipment. The man had scrambled, but only for a split second, relaxing and letting Mitch do his thing. Another pile of rocks fell, scraping along Mitch's shoulders and arms. He turned to look at Craig as he pulled him free from the collapse just in time. His eyes weren't open, air barely leaking out of the mouthpiece he still had. Mitch bundled him close, 
ignoring the sting from his own cuts, and swam hard and fast to the surface. There was no way in hell he was losing his best friend to some rocks. Not in his domain. And that was the end of part three.